podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Tramplebet podcast for Saturday the 13th of April 2019. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Good afternoon John, how you doing? Good, good to be back, Andy. Lovely to be back. My first, first podcast, you didn't hear my voice last week. I know it's going to be so. It's going to be so nice not having to read it. Like I studied what you told me, <laughs> but I still had read to it read it in word. full detail. Yeah, and it was like being told to read a book in English in front of the class, and it's someone else. It's someone else's as well. Yeah, so like... I, I was aware I was reading it out, but I wasn't taking in anything I was saying. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, very, very uncomfortable. But it was actually fun to listen to. Like, because uh, not knowing the content of the show apart from the Word document that I sent that, you. That's how I felt the, cool. the week that you and Forbes did it. Yeah, yeah. It was actually nice. And I, I quite enjoy when John, talking myself at a job here, I quite enjoy when uh, John Gavin steps in and does, does the, the travel, travel back. Because yeah. I, I can't, I hate listening to my voice back. Do you? It's horrible. There is no, there is no scenario in which that's fun. <laughs> so I, I will always, as quickly as possible, skip past anything I'm saying. Just to get to like our picks. Right. Or if I know there's a bit of information that I need for tonight. Yeah, to recall it. To recall, go straight I'll to just that. go straight to the point and go over it as quick as possible. I thought I thought it was fun listening to it. I liked Chris Conrad's section about um, the cycling. That was cool. Because that's not something I know anything about. So I actually watched the Eurosports highlights package of it. Right. Tried not to find out the result, but I had to log into 365 because I had a, tri- <laughs> had a Trixie going. And no, you hadn't won. And I knew I hadn't won anything, so I was like, right, obviously. Well, I wonder how close they came, and it was fun to watch. So Conway did say at the time, for anyone who did put a bet on the cycling, it is a toss-up. He was basically giving you some outsiders to it's work like on. like national. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, except <laughs> but I suppose the favourite one in that one, and we were a wee bit, wee bit off, I think, in the cycling one. It was but, good, though. It certainly gave me an interest in something I would never have watched otherwise. Yeah. So we'll just go on and review our week. Uh, we'll start with the bankers, run it through. Gary's not with us this week, but Gary's picks are still going to be reviewed. Yep. Um, banker and Homie Berwick was my banker at 2-5. to five. The odds should have clearly been shorter. What a result. 6-0. Six 6-0. Nil. Six uh, Annan have been in tremendous. So they've beat Edinburgh City, Clyde. Yep. Other guys the at the top three. of the league in the yep. business end, and they're, win- they're beating all these teams. Yeah, they're really good home form just now. And you don't win 6-0, luckily. No, you definitely don't. So. No, you- <laughs> <laughs> you need to be a bit better. Tremendous pick. Uh, my banker was in Germany. It was Wolfsburg against Hanover. Hanover took the lead in this game, um, which gave me a bit of a shock for all of two minutes until Wolfsburg equalised and then ran out 3-1 winners. So pretty standard odds of 1-3. to three. Uh, Gary's banker was Edinburgh City away to Cowden Beef. So Edinburgh City have been in very weird form recently. So Edinburgh City at one point were the form team in Europe. Oh, you used to just stick them on your coupon yeah. knowing they were a lock. They only got up to 15 in a row yeah. and got to 19 unbeaten. But they gave me 4-1 away to Cowden Beef. Cowden Beef aren't a great team. They're okay in that league, but they're mid-table solid. Not got the best home form. Yeah, I don't really know what happened to Edinburgh City there, but not the best result for us. That kind of counteracts my 6-0 banker. Well, it's annoying because I usually do a banker double of yours and mine and put a reasonable stake on it. And last week I did, <laughs> I did a banker treble, didn't I? To include Gary's pick. Shouldn't have fucking done that. <laughs> I do feel like, I said this on the podcast at the time, we'll go straight to Gary's value, just his redemption right away. The Eintracht Frankfurt away to Schalke. Did you watch this game? I never watched you, that. Did you get it, highlights I of it? I seen it or? coming in on my phone. Ah, late. Because I was very aware of the fact that I hadn't got a full-time alert. Because it was like... So what, their games kick off at half past two? Yep. 
So it was about four twenty, and I realised I hadn't gone alert, and I was like, well, "That's a wee bit later than usual." And logged into Skybet and seen it was suspended, which I thought was normal behaviour for a a game that's in the ninety eighth minute. Yes, yeah. But then I realised they'd just been given a red card, so it was on the assumption that there was definitely a penalty given, <laughs> and was just waiting for the the flash score to come up and tell me there'd been a goal. And you got it well, eventually. Well, because I think I'd said I'd I'd quite went quite heavy on this in my value. Yeah. So, so Frankfurt won 2-1 in the end. It was a 98th minute winner from the spot. And they were 7-5, so it was a great pick. But Schalke are in an absolute free fall. That was their seventh defeat in a row. So, not it, great. It really didn't look like that was coming in. Was that a tight? Was that a rubbish I'm, game? I'm going to be honest. Like, it, well, especially when you're seeing like 96 minutes, 97 yeah. minutes, and it's still one each. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, it was a good pick. Um, and it... Based on the stats, Frankfurt did more than enough to win, so they probably deserved it. Yeah, that, that's how I felt kind of seen, seen it after review. Um, so as I said, I doubled this up with my value. My value was Newcastle Jets versus Western Sydney Wanderers. So what I had done in this game was I'd went over 2.5 goals. I'd said in the podcast that both teams were averaging over 2.5 and over 3.5 goals. It was even money. It it was get, I was watching it when I got up on Saturday morning. and it Was um, Was it 1-0 at halftime? 1-0. The goal had only happened at the 44th minute. Yeah. So... I'd kind of said at the time, I felt quite comfortable because it's a league where there's a lot of second half goals. Yeah, that was enough to open the floodgates. So I needed just one. I needed just one. And then before I knew it, by the time I'd went, because I coached on Saturday mornings, by the time I'd showered and came back there was in, already five it was 2-1. All right, okay. And I was like, bet's done. Finished 3-2, so I'd been a bit conservative. But it came in with my other value. Yeah, your value? Uh, it was Leeds away at Birmingham and they lost 1-0. So they had 73% of the possession in that game and just couldn't get a goal. There's, it was the stats were frighteningly similar to the Erland Road game, same result. Yeah. Um, Birmingham are probably going to be the only team to do the double against Leeds this season. Yeah, yeah. probably. So I think everyone and it's else. Not good timing for Leeds United's championship bid. No, it's not. They are hitting a wee bit, but this was always going to come. I thought they'd had it earlier. Yeah, because of the intensity they play to. Yes, they were going to slow down with a smaller squad as well. Yeah. Yep, definitely. So I mean, two out of three bank, two bankers, two out of two three, out bankers. three values. Um, into the outsider, we'll start with mine. I took AC Milan away to Juventus just because I'd speculated that Juventus would rest a lot of players. They actually did. Milan went 1 0 up through Piatiak, whose form is unbelievable just now. Seems he scores, he's got that, he's got um, old centre forward form, yeah, like 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah. Like that would be you'd both before Messi and Ronaldo came along. It started scoring all the time. 1 and 2 was like a oh, sweet solid. return. That's brilliant. That, yeah. was, that was like a great striker. Um, so they went 1-0 up. They, they held the lead until the 50th minute, I think, when I got the alert through. I think it was maybe a slightly later than that. But Cause it, they, but I did notice by the time I'd logged on, they'd brought on Pjanic, mm-hmm. Kadira. No, so, I was I was actually watching that game because, again, I had another bet that was riding on that outcome. I, I lost three or four, like three folds or four folds right by on. one match this weekend. <laughs> so the banker one was Edinburgh City, the value ones was Leeds, and then this one was AC. Yeah, so Juventus came back and won two one late on. Still think AC Milan had the better of the, the better of the game. I think you've had a team to watch. They're now just one win away from the title. Or like I said, they're Nap- they're slowing down. Napoli need to win every game. So they know it's in the bag. Yeah. And they're just coasting now. It's when you freewheel to the finish line. Yeah, because Napoli are kinda of in this a similar boat in their European competition, but they've got Arsenal coming up yep. in the Europa League. They're already guaranteed Champions League football. They're not going to win Serie A. That's just not going to happen. Juve aren't going to lose every game and then win every game. No. And they have... Whoever wins the Arsenal-Napoli game, I think, are favourites for the 
Europa League. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. So I think they might be they might start to look towards that as well. Yeah, as the, as the sort of culmination of yeah. their entire season's effort. Absolutely. So I was I was gutted with that. Uh, Gary's pick was Hearts and Hibs uh, score draw. Um, was one one to what sixtieth minute. Yeah, and then and then Hibs scored. Hibs scored, and then I suppose Hearts chasing the game you had a half chance, but I didn't see any of it, so I can make no no, no judgment neither, on it. Neither did I. But it was a punt, but you were getting good odds at three one. So yep. Uh, my outsider was Inverness Caledonia Thistle away at Air United at thirteen to five, um, and that was a one 0 win for for the outsider for Inverness. They actually missed a penalty early in the first half, like seven minutes in or something, but they they made up for it in the second half, scoring their goal that went on to be the decisive goal. So pretty happy with that one. Yeah, I don't ha- I don't have that. I think I had. I think I took all nine picks on one coupon. All right, okay. And it was a ridiculous return. Uh, yeah, it would be because there was some decent outsider shots. But there were there were many huddles that were not crossed in that time. It was a reasonable week. Um, two out of three on both banker and value, and one out of three on outsider is certainly not. It's not negative. bad. Yeah, if you can, um, <laughs> if you can get the right algorithm for what we're telling you. Ah, well, <laughs> I think even if you were just putting the same amount on every single game there, you'd work out oh, yeah, and yeah, profit yeah. easily. I think we've said this before, that if you break them down, we are doing very well. Oh, we're doing we're incredibly well. well. You think about the outsiders there, we've given three, and the one that won was 13 to five. So over two to one, yep. you're, make, you're in profit, hitting one of them. So. Uh, charity pick, we both got one each. Yep, mine came in early on Saturday morning at 6am, Hiroshima against Geosaka. They were 13-10 to 10 for the win and they won comfortably 3-0. They were actually 2-0 up after 6 minutes. Is that so how that it was? was? That game was done. See, it was one of those, see, it was 6am, I woke up with it already in. Yeah, oh, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm not up looking at flash score at 6am on Saturday morning. <laughs> not all the time, anyway. Not all the time. Uh, then you had, was, who was it? It was Germany? Uh, Veenaway at Zwickau. Uh, so this game was even more mental. This game was one each after 3 minutes. Right, which is just crazy. Uh, but it ended 2-1 to Zwickau at home. Um, they basically, they took the lead at ha- and had the 2-1 lead at half time and it just stayed that way until the end. Yeah, I took the boat when Ipswich draw just because of all the fiasco that was going on at Bolton at the time. Ipswich won 2-1, so that probably sums up how terrible oh, Bolton actually are. But Bolton are terrible for different reasons though. Like They weren't training, they were they were striking, were yeah. they not? Yeah, so, yeah. so they're in all sorts of mess, whereas Ipswich were just bad. I did, I did see a tweet that said, um, Bolton players on strike after refusing to train for 48 hours, and somebody wrote, nobody trains for 48 hours. Ha! Ha! <laughs> <laughs> like it's it. fucking just, just basic, but really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, my chat, my other charity pick was Barcelona via Fleck Rudd. I took Barcelona at home. They were four to five. They won two now in the end. This leads us on to our special. Yep. So, oh my God mate, Almighty, was that close? I never seen any of it because I was out. Oh, did you not? So no. I was I was keeping people up to date in the in our Facebook group, uh, which if you haven't joined, guys, please do. Uh, we've got a bit of a community on the go there now, and we we talk about some of the bets we're all involved with. And this request a bet from John in the Barcelona game was incredible. And at halftime, we had Costa sent off. We had Godin already booked. Um, and John texted me, he was like, right, all we need is Busquets to get booked, then Suarez to score a late goal and take his shirt off in the celebration. That actually happened. Yep. But Busquets <laughs> hadn't been booked yet. I know. Uh, and I was just texting back, I was like, oh my God, how did you know that was going to happen? Um, but it set up, it set up five minutes at the end of everyone praying Busquets would just punch somebody. Aye. Like, just well, do something stupid. See, when I, when I took this, he was the one. Oh, he's a walking yellow card. Yeah, uh, oh, every time, every, for something petulant, something stupid, in a game like that, 
But do you think Costa being sent off has just totally stopped that from happening? He's just chilled out now. They have been told, nothing stupid, we're going to win this game. Because it was like an 85th minute winner. And I'd said, I'd text a few pals who knew about the bet as well. The same thing I'd text you, which was when it got to about 60 minutes, I was saying, just, we were getting 12 to 1 for a Suarez goal and card. Oh, and I'd said to a few pals, I was like, honestly, this just seems like this is going to happen. So I had a tenner on this at 150 to 1. So that was £1,510 coming back. Yeah, or I think I might have like £17. Because I was getting whatever was like, yeah, yeah, there was like a remainder of my coupon. Um, oh, I was, I, I was at a gig, on, I was at a gig down in Manchester. So I didn't check it. I just got the 2 0 alert through. When did you go down to Manchester? I came, me and Gordon came back up on Friday. Yeah, uh, Saturday morning. All oh, right, okay. Just so. Saturday morning back Sunday night. Um, and I had looked, I'd looked at my phone and I could see it was 2 0. But there was no signal in the warehouse. So I'm like, try to get the signal up. And I'm like, right, okay. And I was, the last thing I think I'd sent you. And I finally got on. I seen Suarez had scored. He'd been carded. So I'd put 20 quid on that. Mm. Oh, so you were fine. I seen it. Oh, brilliant. So that's what? So I made like 200 pounds? Two, no, 260. Right, okay. That. But it was... <laughs> I'm going to turn my hey, up at 260 quid. Uh, so it was like 260 in that. But then I realised, like I seen... I'd already knew Costa Godin. Suarez get booked and I'm looking down and there's still bookings after but it was Rakitic that got booked I yeah was it like, wasn't I seen the yellow and just prayed to see Busquets I was like oh man so, not even some time wasting I think that messy goal the second goal meant there was not even any time wasting opportunities I know nothing but yeah I think those are the kind of bets I'm going to start looking out for because what a shout I think there's some games you can get a good request a bet so I'm going to go going to go forward if I'd get two request a bets over 151 in two weeks in a row I'd have been ridiculous yeah, that would just be nonsense. They they would investigate you yeah. in case like you'd worked out some well, sort of time travel. I I think I tweeted them at half time to say like Costa's been carded, Godin been sent off. Sorry, Godin's been carded. I'll, I'll take my cash out just now. Was there? A, can you nah, get a cash out? Don't give me cash no. out from the Quest, I, I was qu- I was quite happy they gave me one hundred fifty to one because I had looked at it and you said you thought like, yes between sixty six and eighty. Yeah, yeah, that, that was the the bracket I thought. But I'm going to start just picking ones like that out before games happen because. Um, James from Five Club's quite good at sending his wee request about cool. some little things, so we'll go forward with that. But I'm not on Facebook, so I'm relying on Andy to come back and forth out of it. Yeah, yeah. Sc- I'm constantly screenshotting things from Facebook and posting them to WhatsApp and vice versa. So that was last week's review, and now we're on to Scottish Players Abroad. This section is getting easier and easier. And shorter and shorter. Yeah. Uh, Granada 1, Malaga 0. Jack Harper, not in squad. He's injured. Took me a long enough time to find out. But what you will find is it's really hard to get news on Jack Harper. Like, I'm feeling <laughs> like... Got incognito. I'm feeling like I need to try and strike up an actual relationship with him. Well, do, mate, how are you to feeling like, today? Are you playing? Like, what is... Are you suspended? Are you falling out? Um, so he didn't play, but Malaga... For the 12th week running, are still fourth in the Spanish league. Yep. Uh, I don't want to say it, but you know who else are always fourth and have a reputation for it? Are they the Arsenal of Spain? The Spanish second division, though. That's even worse. <laughs> the Arsenal of the Spanish segunda. There you go. <laughs> uh, Leon Herdens, uh, Henderson, Palermo 1, Verona 0. Came on in 55 minutes. Um, they lost 1 0. They've dropped one place to fifth, so their run of fourth place for 10 weeks is now gone. Um, Found no highlights on the Palermo Verona game. David Bates, Hamburg lost two one at home to Magdeburg. He's That's played all ninety minutes. Basically handed the league to Cologne. Yeah, it feels like that. 
but I mean they're still quite comfortably second. I know they they play each other this weekend actually on Monday evening. Is that this weekend? Uh, right? Yeah, but it's it, I think it's gone. Like that, that would have been a big game had Hamburg won last week, but well, I think now it's just too much to overcome. And the other one, Hamburg actually won in the cup quarterfinals on Tuesday while we were broadcasting. Um, so they're into the semi-finals, which is huge for them. I think it's the first time they've been in the semi-finals for 12 years. For a club the size of Hamburg, it's yeah. quite quite impressive. That'll be some atmosphere that their fans will bring a, a big contingency to that game. Yes, they I think I'd, I think I was texting you on the Wednesday whilst I was watching the Bayern Munich game. Yes. So they were playing Heidenheim, who are fourth in that division. Yeah. And they went a goal up, Bayern, then a man down very quickly. Yeah. And then they went 2-1 down but then raced into a 4-2 lead at the start of the second half, and then it went 4-3, 4-4, yeah. but then Heidenheim ran straight out of park, conceded a penalty, went 5-4 to yep. Bayern, that's the way he finished. Mental game. Because I was really, I was looking at it going, you know what, Bayern and Leipzig are the two big ones left in that. If Bayern can drop, it's, if Hamburg can avoid Leipzig, yeah. it's a it's potentially a final. And I'm sitting, I'm already sitting going, the date's in May, I can go. Are you already scoping out? I was like, I can go in that, I can go in that Saturday. But didn't come. Um, there's been no highlights yet of the Hamburg Magdeburg game, so I cannot claim that all fault is at the Belgian defender. Okay, but I'm pretty sure it is. He's horrendous. It's odds on it will be He's his so fault. bad. But yeah, I'm hoping the the highlights are up so I can give some more insight. It's getting really tricky now. It feels like the Hamburg TV are letting me down now. Is it, that maybe because you think they're not putting as much effort in because they know they're not going to win the league anymore? Maybe. It could, it could actually be, be something I think like that. it actually might but be. But it used to be instant. Like the, the games were instantly up. This the St. Pauli 4 0 Derby win was up within an hour. Oh, yeah, because everyone's buzzing for that. Yeah. Get the highlights up. So let's go into this week. Cool. And our picks. I will start with my banker, which I think is the first time I've taken a French league team. Maybe PSG have appeared somewhere. Marseille at home to... Is, is it Nimes? How do you say that? I would say Nimes. Nimes? Yeah. Nimes sounds like not French. Nimes. They've got a lot Nîmes. of S's at the end Nîmes. of things they don't bother pronouncing. Uh, Marseille are 1-2. to two. Marseille have won 4 out of 5 at home. Uh, Nimes, Nimes have lost 4 out of 5 away in the last 5 games. Basically since Marseille have signed Balotelli they've been in tremendous form at home. Yeah. And he's scored in all four of the victories. And that to continue basically is and, what you're banking yeah. on. And the other was a draw which he scored then also. So I'm going with Marseille 1-2. to Cool. Um, oh, wee bit of a, a change here. My banker's actually lower odds than yours this week. And um, that is quite the change. I'm taking Dortmund at home to Mainz in the German Bundesliga. This is the Saturday game at 5.30pm UK time. So Dortmund are second in the table. Only one point behind Bayern Munich um, so they've got uh, 63 points Mainz are in 12th place uh, it's an 18 team league on 33 points and only 11 points above the relegation zone so they should be safe and they've pretty much got nothing to play for now <laughs> uh, five game form table Dortmund have nine points and that Mainz only three but where this is a banker is Dortmund are top of the league considering only home games 38 points from 14 games okay. Mainz only 11 points in the road from 14 games and Mainz have also lost their last five consecutive away fixtures. This is just the bankerest banker that you'll get this weekend, uh, Borussia Dortmund, 1-3. Would you go higher? Would you go handicap for value? No, I'd just be content that this is going to come in. Um, I, I mean, I, I do like the handicap bet and I also like the halftime, full-time market a lot. But for a banker, 
Never say something's a banker that a team doesn't need to do. Dortmund just need to win. very true. For my value, I'm going back to the Australian League once again. I'm going for Melbourne Victory versus Central Coast Mariners, but this is Sunday morning. Okay. So this is the 7.50am game on Sunday. I'm going to take Melbourne Victory to win at home and over 2.5 goals in the game. It's giving you 6-5 to five currently on Skybet. Melbourne Victory have won 7 of the last 10 games at home. They've also won 7 of the last 10 games against this team at home. Some of those results are uh, they had seven games which were winning and over 2.5 goals at home. A lot against of seven Central out of Coast. here, yeah. So there was a lot of three ones and three twos. Cool. A um, couple of one nil wins and a 1-1 one, one draw. So they're traditionally high scoring games. Same as I done last week, the average goals involving both teams as Melbourne victory as 3.2 goals. For them or in just, their uh, game? And just in their game. And Central Coast is 4.7. That's huge. So Central Coast are the team who we were always laughing at taking 2-0 leads. Yeah, and then just chucking them away. And But they finally sacked a manager after an 8-2 defeat. Yeah, yeah. Which they weren't leading in. But I just think Melbourne victory are third in the league. Central Coast Mariners are rock bottom. Melbourne victory will win this game. Mm. It's just by how many goals. Great. That's, so home win? Yes, 100% home win. Home Over win would be the banker, goals. but you're only getting 1-4 to four for the home win. Oh, the, the, yeah. the, the goals seem the, pretty solid. Yeah, that it feels like the goals are a freebie. That's really boosting those to, odds. To take you up to over-evens just for the goals is feels like a freebie. It really does. Yeah. I like that, it. That's how I felt with it. That It's the value bit. It sounds like a lot of yep. value. Um, I'm in the Scottish Championship Saturday 3pm. I'm taking Forfer at home to Dumbarton. Sorry, Gary. But you'll get Forfer <laughs> at the rather massive odds of 6-4, to four, which I just don't understand. Same. So Forfer are third, Dumbarton are seventh. Now that sounds a lot closer than it is. It's only a 10-team league, so 15 points actually separate these sides. Forfar have won their last eight home matches in a row in 11 of their last 12 home games. So that's that's huge. The only defeat was a, a 3-2 loss to Arbroath way back in December, and Arbroath are top of the league. Um, so they're top of the league alongside Arbroath in the home game table. So 35 points from 16 home games. The Barton only managed 15 points in the road from 16 games. I mean, they've both got seven points from their last five matches, but it's the dominant home performances from Forfar that I think they should be odds on to win this, not six to four. So that's a huge price. Yeah, I can't argue. That was that was what I noted. Nine out, nine out of the last ten home wins is ridiculous. Yeah, and Dumbarton have just they won the last, they lost the last away game, but it was like three weeks ago. I mean, Dumbarton are a good mid table side. They've been in good form recently as well. And if this game was at Dumbarton, I probably wouldn't touch it. But yeah. it's at Forfar, Forfar in form. They've won 11 of their last 12 home matches. That's that's crazy. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same. I, I mean, I think that's three times you've picked Forfar now recently. And, and they've done... They've, every time. Well, yep. they've done it every time, so why not keep it rolling? Yep, I'm I'm quite content with that. I'm staying in this... I'm going the league below. Uh, Edinburgh City versus Clyde. I'm taking Clyde away from home. 23 to 10. Clyde have won at Edinburgh City three times last year. They've won. They've not been beaten by Edinburgh City at Edinburgh City. Okay. They've lost at home. Clyde are in really good form just now. They drew three each with Peterhead at the weekend, but Peterhead are top of the league. Yep. It, Clyde need to win this game because Clyde are still. Clyde have appealed the the four point deduction. That's still ongoing. So that no one knows. The so, other teams in that league that are in that battle don't know. Essentially, what essentially what they're hoping is that there's no four point gap somewhere. Yep. Essentially, they're hoping Clyde finish four points below somewhere or four points above, above somewhere so that it, it's not they a can, conclusive factor yes. in something big happening yep oh. so it, it, so for those who don't know 
Clyde had a loan player return and they didn't register him time, but no ineligible player. But the problem with these organisations is they don't tell you. You're just meant to know he's not been registered in time. Yeah, like you get a player back from loan. US, I would have assumed naturally that he just becomes your player again, and that no registration is required. But so so what's the process? They need to re-register him as a fine. And then what? Wait for confirmation, like no. a confirmation document that he's now good to go. I don't, I don't know. I ask, I'm assuming that process doesn't happen. All right, so just guess when they might have done yeah, it. On you their should, own you should know that he's not eligible. But if that's the case, and you appeal it, surely it'll be upheld. I, like I said, I think they'll try and cop out. They'll try and make sure there's no real impact, or they could give them like a, a one point deduction if it means that they stay where they are. Yeah, but David Goodwillie isn't banging form just now so I would really I would look at Clyde at 23 to 10 and Edinburgh City gets scudded 4-1 the weekend my outsider's similar actually it's uh, 23 to 10 it's in the English Championship it's Saturday at 3pm it's Reading versus Brentford and I'm taking the home team Reading basically need points Brentford don't need points that's where the crux of this bet comes down to Reading are only one place and one point above the relegation zone in 21st place total of 40 points Brentford are safe enough in 14th place on 51 points, and I think they've kind of given up a wee bit now. Reading are scrapping seven points from their last five games. Brentford, two points from their last five. Reading have now only lost once in their last seven home fixtures. That was a defeat against Leeds, and we all know how good Leeds can be when they turn up. Uh, Brentford, they've only won once in their last eight away games. So I kind of feel the balance of form here is in Reading's favour. The fact that they need a performance to get away from that relegation zone is in their favour. And the fact that Brentford seem to have thrown in the towel. Pretty good. So you're getting 23 to 10 on Reading over 2 to 1. I think that's pretty decent. Yeah, no, that's, that's quite good. So there was a couple of things that I'd looked at similar to that kind of idea. With Southampton, same odds. You were getting 23 to 10 Southampton Wolves. at home to Wolves. Yep. Just because I'm thinking Wolves. Wolves season's done. That's them done. That'll be so demoralising yes. going out of the cup. Going to uh, extra time like that as well. Going out of the cup. They, they've had a fantastic season. They, their league's done. There's nothing more for Wolves to play for. Southampton, I think, beat uh, Tottenham a couple of weeks ago. Yep. They're a decent enough side. They really need a win. With Burnley playing Cardiff, if Southampton can win, they can put eight points between themselves and Cardiff, which realistically should, that should be make enough. them safe because I can't see Cardiff winning three games at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think that's fair. Um, so there was, there was a couple. Um, trying to think if there was anything else that I'd had on the the value side. Um, no, no, I'm not. I'm not sure. Man United open West Ham's a banker, but West Ham are pretty bad in the road. Yeah, but at the same time, Man U might be quite depends on Man U's result against Barcelona tomorrow night and where that ends up. Absolutely. If I know if they're in with a glimmer of a chance of going to the new camp and going getting through, through this. The West Ham game will not be priority. It'll be a squad game. It will indeed. Um, so on at the charity, I mentioned Burnley v Cardiff. I've taken Burnley at home, even money. Cardiff have only went unbeaten four games away from home. Not in a row. Okay, just I mean, they've only avoided defeat in four games. They've won two and drawn two and lost 13. That's a lot of losses. It is. And Burnley have started to pick up a wee bit of form. They beat Wilson and Bournemouth in the last two games. Uh, they beat Tottenham recently at home. So they are 
they're picking up a wee bit of their home form from last year. Mm-hmm. The only issue I've got here is, and it's going against myself, in the last seven meetings between these head two teams have been a draw. Last every seven? Every, every last game of the seven games have been a draw, but at Burnley. Oh. It's disgusting. That's got to change sometime, right? But just see the type of team. Like, I've just rhymed off. Wolves play nice attacking football. Bournemouth, nice attacking football. Tottenham, nice attacking football. Burnley, Cardiff will not be a nice game of football. It is two teams that will happily try and scrap out a 0 now, but hopefully just nick a goal. Someone will nick a goal in there. That's what reeks of like a 1-1, but the even money just on Burnley's form just seems too good for me. Yeah, I think I can so make I'm, the case for value in there. I'm going to stick with it. Just before, you, just before you go on, I'm not touching this game, but just while you said it, Stoke versus Rotherham at the weekend, there's been one goal in Stoke's last five games. <laughs> Are we under? No, it's 4 nil nil draws in a row. Oh, Christ. And then a 1-0 win away at Blackburn. So that's not one goal in each game. That's one goal in Stoke's total in Stoke's oh, right. last really? five games. Yeah, 4 nil nil draws <laughs> followed by a 1-0 win. That's someone going, right, we really need to sort out our defence. I mean, I always knew Stoke were horrible to watch. But imagine imagine watching 4 nil nil matches on the spin. I, I've said this. I've said this before. <laughs> See when a manager implements a negative style of football it's catastrophic for seasons yeah not a couple of months seasons yeah because it becomes intrinsically part of the club Tony Pulis yeah it's him Stoke struggled because Mark Hughes wanted to change it needed a whole new squad was never going to happen overnight failed so he gets a bullet West Brom had it yeah took it to where it had to tried to new ideas he can't do anything. It's it'd be the same with Middlesbrough. He'll get them promoted. He will sneak through the playoffs with Middlesbrough and get them promoted. Ah, but what, what long-term damage? At what cost? It doesn't matter to him. He's got another promotion That's under his belt. Exactly. He can just tick it off and go. I mean, I t- didn't quite think I realised how long Tony Pulis has been about for. The Man City Gillingham playoff. That famous like City equaliser Paul Dickoff. He was a Gillingham manager. That's a long time. That ago. that game feels like it was filmed before I was born. It it definitely wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I remember yeah, watching it. Yeah. So that was like ninety nine. Yeah, and he's been yeah. So he's been managing years. for twenty years, and it's always been the same. Um. So, mother pick is Aves versus Lisbon. I'm taking Lisbon away, even money as well. Aves only have 15 points at home this season from 14 games. Leon have got a decent away record. They're third best in the league. They've won three of the last five away from home, drawn the other, lost one, which was two Benfica, mm-hmm. who are currently top of the league. The Portuguese and Dutch leagues just now are fantastic to watch. Mm. Benfica and Porto are both on 68 points. Ajax and PSV are both on 73. They're both on... It's just... And it's coming... It's, well, well, it's close to the wire now. Well, like, if you look at PSV's results now, PSV are now realising that they really need to gain goal difference. Brilliant. They are, they're going they are trying to all hammer out. teams all the time. Because Ajax just hit their 100th goal this, in the league season. Like So that's, it's over like 3.5 goals a game. It's ridiculous. Because they've scored 100, conceded 27. So op- 127 in like 30 stroke. games is almost four goals. I that's where the goals are going. See, there's a mean somewhere in football. <laughs> so take goals out of Stoke. Yeah, end up in Amsterdam. <laughs> Brilliant. So that's my two charity picks. Excellent. Uh, my charity picks. They're both overseas games. The first is Saturday at 1 p.m. in the German Dritte Liga. So that's the third uh, tier of German football. Allen versus Lotte. 
Allen are bottom of the table. Lotter are 16th. Uh, level on points with Braunschweig, who o- occupy the last relegation spots. This is a big. This is a big game. They're all right. tightly bunched down there. Um, only six points actually separate these two. So this is really a six-point match in the relegation run-in. Allen have actually started to find a bit of form. They've got nine points from their last five games, scoring seven, conceding only three. While Lotta have one point from their last five, conceding eight, scoring only twice. Right. Okay. Itself. So the form is heavily favouring Allen, the bottom of the table team to do something at home here. I think it's a good spot to back them because they're doing absolutely everything in their power to drag themselves off the bottom of the table and actually get out what is a really tight relegation zone. And you'll get them at 5-4 to four for the home win. So that's charity pick number one. Charity pick number two, I'm in the Japanese J-League. This is Sunday at 6am. So I guess similar to your other your Australian pick, which is actually Sunday morning. Yep. Uh, this is Sagan Tosu against Kawasaki Frontale. We're six games into the new season. It's probably safe to say that Sagantosu are really going to struggle this season. They're second bottom, they've got four points, but that's a wee bit misrepresentative. Uh, that four points has come as a result of beating Iwata 1-0 in their last home outing in the 93rd minute. And that's actually the only goal they've scored in all six all games. Right, no, no, no. So, they've, so they've got, yeah, so a 0-0 and a 1-0 win has managed to get them four points um, when they've actually only scored one goal this season and have a goal difference of minus nine. So they've conceded 10 goals in that period. Kawasaki are always at the top of uh, the Japanese J-League. Like, they're always there in the top three spots against teams like the Kashima Antlers. So I reckon pretty easy Kawasaki frontal win. There's no odds for this yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was between sort of two to three for the away win. I can't, I can't argue against either of those. It was just Allen just aren't a great team, but they're both at the bottom of the table. So yeah. it is... It's a big game and it means... I think it means more to Allen right now because they are the team bottom it just looks worse for them the situation so that's a, an English Portuguese German and Japanese pick for the charity yes it's quite quite varied have you get any specials this week I don't I'm, I'm leaving the specials I'm actually just going to follow whatever you say next so after that 150 to 1 request <laughs> of the weekend. I'm sticking with Juventus uh, Juventus are away to Spal in the league Spal need a win they're in decent form just now uh, they're picking up some wins now they've won three of their last five at home they have beat Roman Lazio in that spell so they're beating decent sides um, I'm going to stick with Juventus Juventus have Ajax tomorrow night and yep. then on Tuesday so they have Ajax twice in six days it's back to back like I said they are one win or one Napoli defeat away from winning the league mm-hmm. they will have no interest in this game on Saturday against Spal zero interest it has no benefit to them I wouldn't even imagine they'll use a lot of their second string players I think it'll be even worse than that there'll be players you've never heard of Spal have a player Andrea Petagna who's scored in four of the last six home games scored against Roma scored against Lazio he's a penalty taker as well so if they were to get a penalty he's going to take that also he is a centre forward he has got 12 goals and 22 in the league this season so he is quite prolific mm-hmm. for someone struggling in the bottom three of the league you get nine to one for him to score and Spal to win. I actually suspect that will go higher because Spa. So wait a little in there. Yeah, well, it, I would wait till Saturday. I might actually even look at the squad and decide on a request a bit as well because I think there'll be more to combine with that. Maybe Which a couple you of cards. will a tweet out and b tell me so I yes, can get it on our Facebook. Every, everyone will be alerted. But that's what I would go with. So it's Andrea Patania for Spal and Spal to win at nine to one as it stands just now. But I think it might go further. I saw on our Facebook group actually Jason stopped mentioning the fact that he won again on Crystal Palace scoring a penalty at the weekend. That's three games in a row in the league. Three though. games. That's ridiculous. That, since you mentioned it, 
is just continually happening. I remember seeing Roy Hodgson when he took the Palace job go irate at the fact that Palace were not getting penalties. Do you think that's kind of put it in the back well, of the no, head? Well, no, this has got ridiculous now because this is a season on and they've had like 10 this year. That's mental. But that is what happens when you play two out and out wingers who are good at running with the ball. Yep. Like, you don't... Like, football doesn't need to be beautiful. It just needs to be effective and see if you've got guys who literally commit people and it tackles. You're Sah- going to get penalties. Saha goes down really easily a lot, but people just need to stop diving in. Um, so, Gordo, is, Gordo's given his French picks, eh? He has indeed. What is this? Is this going to become like a new section? Gordon's French Friday night extravaganza. Gordon is Selection Special. <laughs> that, that's def- yeah, that's, that's definitely the words. I like it. But yeah, okay. I'm not sure I believe any of them though. This week or just ever? These ones, no, he's, been, he's backed correct ones in the past. Uh, Villefranche at home to J.A. Dronce. I just can't see. I know it's seven versus bottom. Yep. It's a bet against Ronsey. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But the other team, they win. I think they win like one every three home games. So they've got okay form. Mm. But when you look at their overall home form in the table, they're like fourth bottom. Yeah, I think Gordon's thinking is Ronsey are just so bad in having followed them like <laughs> that's, reasonably. This is recently. what has to happen. Yeah, it's, it's, they're just not going to win, especially away from home. That one I can be sold on just about. And he also fancies Bezier to draw again. He does it every week. He puts somebody, The coupon that he does on a Friday night, Bezier just is a draw every week for him. And it comes in more often than not, but this week... Yeah. He's not here to sell himself, so we're just essentially criticising his picks that he's trying to help us with. I mean, we're not making anyone take them. I'm not, I'm not criticising him. I'll, I'll probably have a little a little go in the double. And uh, well, he took Nonsay at home to Brest as well. He added that in as well at the end there. I, I can't see that. There's too many draws between them directly and Brest draw a lot of away games. Like, so, like a lot. Okay, so to recap, Gordo's picks are Villefranche against Dronce. So, yep. Villefranche win. Uh, Nancy against Brest. Yep. Nancy win. And Bezier draw. Correct. And I would probably avoid, but I know nothing of the French League. Like, no, neither do I. Like, like I'm even concerned, my mama, I'll say banker. Just because I don't just because it's French, yeah, you just it don't. feels I feel uncomfortable about it. I'm not one like I had PSG on Sunday at home at Strasbourg. Oh Jesus just, Christ! Did you mate, see the you mess? Sh- what the fuck is that? What the fuck is he doing? For those who haven't seen this, going to look at is it true promoting? Oh yeah, and, and oh my God Almighty! Try, it's anyone, all over Facebook. It's all over YouTube. Anyone trying to explain what he thinks he's doing? If you told me he was the defender. Yeah, it I would sense. be. It would a. It makes sense. And b. You'd go. Well done, son. Like, that was that was really cool. well done. I had to worry about the post. Aye, <laughs> I don't understand what he's even tried to do there. Like the movement of his left foot is a scooping backwards movement. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like he's intentionally trying to keep that yeah. out. Like that. That is all the memes and all the jokes. As when you have under two point five goals in the game because it was it was at one one at the time. Yeah, like that. That's just. Literally makes sense. I mean, how annoying is the boy that's hit the shot originally? And going, you've just basically stopped a goal because it's a lovely wee dink. As it's well lovely, beautiful. Kid. It's going in. Like he is, <laughs> he is, he is so bad, right? That it would be better if he just didn't exist in yeah. that game. Yeah, it's crazy. That'd have been a goal. Um, so, Andy, we've got the Facebook group. We do have the Facebook group. Um, please do follow us. Just search Trampled Bet Podcast. As I say, the community is growing. There was some chat the other night about the WWE, which I know nothing about, but I know several of the boys were heavily involved in talking about nice. what was going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a couple of good winners. I think a 12 to 1 sort of request about Skybet came in from Chris Kelly. 
Uh, nice. So I, I I just don't know about these things though. I mean, so I was just I was just following it, going all right. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I feel a bit weird betting on wrestling because it is scripted. Yes. Although I did win money on season one of Broadchurch, so I can't I can't really tell. <laughs> <laughs> the week the week before the final episode it was like well that, we found like good. innocent or guilty um so, so for for the no spoilers i will tell you which one i bet on but it was the correct outcome and i made a decent whack um it's the u.s masters this week golf's first major of the year so i will put a wee write-up on the facebook group for that and i'd be interested to hear any listeners thoughts on the US Masters and also obviously football as well. Um, you can get me on Twitter at ASV Sports. Uh, get me at John Walker underscore 1986. Get us both at Trample Bet. Good luck for the weekend ahead. Um, we'll keep you updated. Best of luck. Happy hunting. Podcast Network.